Right, ladies and gents, and welcome to episode two of the Bobby Nutrition Podcast. This is where I help you understand calories and macros, but also help you understand yourself. So if you haven't done so already, please click that follow button. Please, 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 pretty please. And for the topic of today, we are going to discuss, well, that old saying, I've ruined my diet. I've ruined everything. It's all gone to shit. I'm worthless. I'm useless. So, first of all, does that sound familiar? And second of all, more specifically, do you feel guilty after eating certain foods? When you have attended that birthday party and you wake up feeling like a, a wet sock, what happens next? Well, let me guess. You binge or worse, arguably, you restrict. But let's be specific. Let's really get to it. What actually is that thought at that time? Where is that specific moment where you just think, I've fucked it. I've ruined it. Because you know what's really strange about that? Is that there isn't even that moment. There isn't even that moment. It's not that logical. You don't um, you don't sit there with with a coffee or a, or a bloody Mary, deliberating over whether you should stick to it. I'm air quoting here whether you should stick to it, or I'm air quoting again, make up for the so-called damage that's been done. Yeah, and that's where you may be going wrong. You are not aware enough of what your emotional brain is trying to do there. So, for the sake of this conversation, we can think of the brain being split into two parts. We have the emotional and we have the logical. And um, this notion is well represented in lots of places. It's, um, it's done very well in books like um, The Chimp Paradox by Professor Steve Peters um, or Mark Manson's Everything is Fucked did a really good job of Um, Well, Mark used a clown car analogy to show how we are truly driven, no pun intended, I'm sure, we are truly driven by our emotional brain. And even myself, at the the Fit Talkers Virtual Summit, where we presented to um, a load of people earlier in January this year, I presented this idea in the context of when we're trying to reach our so-called goals, to be able to get to that, what I called destination island, we must do that by balancing our process bear with our destination monkey. Process bear being based around processes, logical thinking, destination monkey being like a little, you know, a little annoying crackhead that just wants something. Now, now, now. Great at dreaming, great at wanting stuff, but practically needs to take a bit of a step back, needs to be a bit more logical. Um, but for now, let's use, let's use Mark Manson's clown car. Yeah, and in that clown car, it has two travelers, the thinking brain and the emotional brain. So the, um, the thinking brain regulates conscious thought, makes calculated decisions, it's rational, but it's also slower and gets fairly tired quite quickly. Whereas the emotional brain, it's quick to respond, but it overreacts, it's irrational. And this is beautiful, right? 
We are so stuck up our own arses that we genuinely believe that we are logical. How many of you have thought about how important a coach would be to change your life? As an example, because a lot of you guys who've listened to this, you'd be on a weight loss journey and you've probably thought, maybe I need that. Absolutely transform your life, your perspective on food, therefore your perspective on yourself, where you can be happy eating out, etc., etc., etc. But you always say, I can't afford it. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. I sound like uh, the nutty professor. Yes, I can. <laughs> yes, yes, you can. Um, you just can't get past the emotionally instinctive barrier of, oh, well, I've never spent money like that before. I don't spend money on myself. I don't I don't think I can commit to that. You you have spent money like that before. You do it right now. You are just so used to spending it on more frequent, lower cost things that you don't notice that money going out. So that doesn't challenge your emotional brain because you don't notice it. It's not there to challenge your instinct. Whereas as soon as you see something of a higher cost, you don't think logically, even though that's how you justify it to yourself. You think, oh, well, I'm talking about money now. I need to be logical about what I can and can't afford. No, no, you're fucking terrified. It's not logical. This is all emotionally driven. If you are having one meal out per week or drinks out per week, you can afford a good program that can potentially change your life. Point blank. And I love it when so-called logical people or analytically driven people come at me with with a logical argument Um, which you know it is logical let's say for argument's sake it's a logical point it's they may even be right but they cannot see that the reason that they cannot let that topic go is because they are so emotionally driven by an insecurity to quote unquote be right you know at all's of the world So the emotional brain drives every instinctive decision that we make. That's our psychology. It's not a you problem if you have it. And it's not a, um, you're not too logical not to be that way. It's just not possible. It's not a thing. It's not in our biology. The very best that we can ever do is to become more aware of and control that emotional brain. So right here, on this beautiful Sunday morning here in the UK, um, the day after the Domino's, followed by the Ben and Jerry's, followed by the wine, to drown the sorrows of the Ben and Jerry's, what's happening right here is that your brain might be doing what it does best. If you're having a freak out, I've ruined everything, it's all gone to shit, that is what your brain is supposed to do. It follows the easy route, the emotional route. The toys are about to be thrown out the pram. The logic that one day won't do any long-term damage is well and truly in second place at the moment, right behind, let's throw in the towel because I'm not meant to be happy. So, I always use this example of that work email. So you know when you've received that email from Karen from the fucking logistics department in the office and it leaves you ass clenched and seething. This is where logical brain does not stand a chance. This is where emotional brain is well and truly in the driving seat. Why? 
because you're fucking human. You're a human being. This is how your brain is designed to react. So when my guys find themselves stuck in this this horrible pit of self-loathing, better yet, when I find myself stuck in this pit of self-loathing, because guess what? I'm human as well. We have to be aware. Awareness, awareness, awareness. So remember, it's okay to feel this way. You're not shit. You're not a loser. And what I'm about to say here, actually, it is a prime example of where a lot of people misunderstand me and think that I lack empathy or kindness just because they associate specific words with kindness or empathy or the way people say stuff, especially when that shit's written down, yeah, on Instagram or in a 15-second TikTok video, how I say it in that, right? But that labeling of yourself... I'm rubbish, I'm crap, this isn't working. Hear me loud and clear, that labeling of yourself, it's easier. It's easier. That's not my opinion. That's not me judging you. If you find yourself wallowing in self-pity, it's easier. It is biologically easier. Not because you're lazy, not because you're shit, It's how we're supposed to think. The brain doesn't like using energy on things that require us to think hard and challenge what that emotion is instinctively telling us to do. So whilst it's how we're supposed to think and react and be instinctive, it is also up to you to manage what you do with that. So how can you become more aware of it? How can you take yourself from that point of nobody understands me to breathe? Okay, how can I progress from here? You know what? It's hard. It's really, really hard. If it were easy, we'd all be a a non-arguing, dream-pursuing, happy-with-failure society, wouldn't we? But we're not. We're not, but you can be. You absolutely can be. You've just never been to that place before. You just need to, um, one, become more aware of what's happening in your mind as it's happening. And two, develop a toolbox to manage that. And that's something that I do with my guys. It's something that I took from my mind coach that... When um, when we reach that point, the dummy has well and truly been spat out. This is shit, Rob. You're shit, Rob. I'm always going to be this way, Rob. You don't know my genetics, Rob. You, you know when, you know when the genetics card comes out, the emotion is in the driving seat. Yeah, logic is well and truly gone. So let's call this. Let's call it the make or break moment, shall we? When this happens, when we're well and truly full of our own shit when emotional brain cannot let you see logic you need that toolbox man you need that toolbox and what that toolbox consists of is completely personal and something that i work through with my guys for some it's working out for some it's having an objective truth session with me for some it's a walk it completely depends but whatever can take you out of your mind Because at this point, as the old saying goes, you're in your own head. 
you're in your own head at that point. But there is reason to that. There is reason to that. So this is where people normally get lost. Because when that happens, the reason we freak out, uh, freak, the reason we freak out is because we we get anxious. I, I keep on using Mark Manson references, but it's because I love the guy. He calls it the um, the negativity feedback loop. Whenever we feel anxious, what do we do? We feel anxious about the fact that we're feeling anxious. So then what happens? We get maybe a slightly different emotion. We get angry or sad or, or confused about the anxiety that comes from why we felt anxious. So we're anxious about feeling anxious about feeling anxious. It's just a negativity feedback loop going over and over again, trying to overthink um, because we don't understand what the hell is happening at that point. But by accepting the fact that you are a human being who is supposed to feel anxious, it just makes it a bit easier to accept, you know? So I can't say this enough. When I say it's easier to feel that way, that's not me coming down on anyone. It's not. It's just, it's, it's an objective fact. Empathy does need to come in with how we manage that, right? What's the next step? Because it's very, very clear that the more we criticize people for being overweight, and this is what the data supports as well, by the way, um, the people, those people, look, when people are overweight, specifically, if you're overweight or obese, it's not just because you've overeaten, it's because you've used uh, food as your emotional crux your entire life. It's instinctive, this emotional brain that I've talked throughout this entire podcast about. That's what you've done your entire life with food. So what do you think is going to happen if you're somebody that thinks, you know, you need a bit of firm love here? Whilst there is some truth to that, you've got to be careful how you use it because if you truly care about that person, you know, you want them to lose weight, the worst thing that you can do is point them in that unconscious direction of using the thing that's always gotten them out of difficult situations. You're just making the problem worse. So, that all being said, where do you find yourself at the moment? Do you eat these foods and find yourself giving in? Or worse, completely restricting food. That's just as easy a decision as everything else that I've discussed here when you throw, um, throw the dummy out, spit your dummy out rather. Because there's not logic to that decision. It's just you judging yourself based on an instinct, um, just as the same type of instinct as, well, I may as well give, give in. There's no thought behind it. There's no logic behind all of that. That's what we need to get to. So what I want you to take from this is that it's okay when you feel that way. Stop trying to make up. I'm air quoting again. You can't see me. But stop trying to make up for that damage that you've done. You haven't done any damage. If it was one day, one week, even one month. You could give in. But it is easier. It is easier. So try to find that balance for yourself. Because... By saying, 
I'm thinking this way because it's easier and how my brain is supposed to react. That's not a place of judgment. It's a place of understanding. It's a place of empathy. So therefore, once you have that understanding and that genuine acceptance, breathe a bit, go for a walk, work out a bit, and start again.